I'm Sarah Tasker. I'm Jen Carrington. And this is Letters from a Hopeful Creative. Hi, Sarah. Hello, Jen. How are you doing? I'm good. We're pretending that we've not just spent the past hour talking to Of course, yeah, we're acting natural. (laughs) (laughs) If you'd have sat down a month ago that we would be doing this, would you have believed me? No, I think I asked you a month ago when you were like, (laughs) no. (laughs) Sarah has been the most, I think when we, I can't actually remember why we stopped last time. I think it was just because I was pregnant and I was just too tired. I can't remember. Yeah, I think you were pregnant and busy and tired and it was COVID and everything was a bit much. But we had, in my mind, when we stopped last time, we were planning on coming back. We just never came back. Yeah, because then you had an actual baby and COVID and tired, so it was even more. <laughs> but we are back. It's literally been almost three years to the date that we stopped. That I'm we recorded so excited our last episode. that we're doing this again. Me too. So hello, everyone. If you are still, if we are still actually in your podcast feed and for three years you've just been like wondering if we'll come back, I'm so, I'm so honoured that you kept us in your feed. <laughs> yeah, I, we've had so many messages already from people saying they're excited that we're coming back, which just feels like just feels like a gift that people remember that we ever honestly not a month goes by where this doesn't get brought up at some point like whether a client tells me like oh I used to love you on that podcast or I look back and I'm like it's probably one of like the most fun things I've ever done in my business is this podcast with you same it just feels easy apart from the energetic expenditure which uh (laughs) never does but we're not doing it how we last time we were crazy I used to mostly come up to yours and then we would sit and record like three episodes in a row and then go out for dinner afterwards and <laughs> be so, and then I had to drive all the way, well, Alex would drive all the way back home because I can't drive. But you know, that doesn't sound, that probably won't sound crazy to everyone listening who doesn't have a chronic illness. Like I have to remind myself that's a normal amount of activity in a day for a lot of people. And also I didn't have, like, it would just be impossible to manage that around like August nap schedule yeah. and like my life. Like I'm like, no, like I apologize for any episodes we ever did in the past that where someone was a parent and that was part of their question because I just had no idea. Uh, I remember this after I had Ola when I was working in speech therapy and all the times I'd given advice to parents, just get down on the floor and play. You just need to do 15 minutes a day. And I'd be so judgmental of the ones that didn't do it. And then I had my own child and I was like, oh, I get it now. (laughs) It's totally different life of just being a human being. Old. And you have this fantasy of when you're pregnant, of like, this is the parent I'm going to be and I'll never give them sugar. And I'll, like, I'll never <laughs> swear in front of them. And I'll like, I'll always do this and that. And they'll, and only they'll have always pretty- wear clothes that match my interiors. <laughs> it was like, no. Like, because, no, everyone said it, but I didn't know that you, you, the child comes ready to take on the world how they want to take on the mm, world. Yeah, you don't get any input into who they really are. They come out fully formed. And me and my me and my husband are both very introverted people, and I think we can't tell yet because he's only two and a half. But I think our biggest worry is what if he's an extrovert and we mm. just don't know how to. <laughs> you don't want to hang out with him. It's more like if he lives a very extroverted life, and like yeah. I have, to, I'm like I'm just not looking forward to like parents' evenings and like having his friends. I mean, I'll do it. I'll be a good one, I promise. But the thought of having like five of his friends over in our apartment <laughs> just makes me want to cry. I'm like, please don't come over to my house. So you just, yeah, you're, you're hoping he's going to grow up slightly antisocial. No, I just hope he goes to their house. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel so sorry for my parents and all the sleepovers I used to have. Like, those, my poor parents who just had to have this, like, gaggle of girls in their house. 
Um, Ola doesn't like sleepovers, so I've trained her really well to be exactly. She's just me. She is. And and sometimes I say that and people are like, no, she's her own person. And obviously she's entirely her own person. But it's so fascinating to see how much she's 10 now, how much she is just like me and how many of the things that I had assumed were like my mother's fault or results of childhood trauma are just living in her anyway, despite not going through the same processes it's wild it's wild oh well this is probably what you're going to get a little bit in these episodes is a little bit of rambling but our plan is to do exactly what we did last time in terms of the the format yeah our plan is to pick up almost exactly where we left off and to take letters from you guys and to talk about your businesses yeah we are open for letters again so we you will find in the show notes to this episode we have a new form not that any of you still have a link to the old form but we do have a new form to submit your letter if you're if you're like oh jen and sarah i don't remember how you do this it's basically like the good old-fashioned problem page you tell us in your letter what you're struggling with what you're navigating your journey what advice encouragement feedback support you'd love you can choose to share your name or use a pseudonym whatever feels good to you and we pick a letter every other week we're hoping to come back to fortnightly but don't hold us to that we're going to see how spoons go (laughs) but hopefully um, every monday uh, fingers crossed every monday is our goal and we'll just do what we did last time and dive into a letter i can't wait because we're gonna answer these upcoming letters so differently than we would have answered them three years ago yeah i feel like i feel like i have so much more insight on different levels now and also i'm really fascinated to see where people's business problems are now because the world has changed the internet has changed instagram has changed yeah the way we would literally have answered questions three years ago would have been so dependent on like were reels even a thing three years ago Mm, possibly not and substack definitely wasn't we need to talk about substack yes so i'm gonna put (laughs) sarah is the kindest friend for two like for two examples here number one her patience with me with letters from a hopeful creative and just every what maybe six months dropping i mean be like no go away no not happening (laughs) and then literally (laughs) you'd be like no (laughs) <laughs> and then two weeks ago how did you believe it when i texted you and i was like mm, sir. i'd literally been here but two weeks before i'd said no to you and then and also a friendship where you can say no and it's accepted so like gracefully great is great <laughs> like i thank you because and i think you knew you knew i had a baby and my whole world turned upside down i was keeping my head up before but the fact that you then when i was like do you want to do this you were like yep yeah. like i was because i was like oh she's gonna say no because she's gonna think screw you Jen you said no, <laughs> no I've been waiting I was ready did you always think I would come back like what was the story in your head I think I suspected you would because of where we left it you were so positive about coming back to it when you were clear-headed and kind of you know before life took over so I figured that you'd get back there eventually when the time was right for you and hopefully that's now yeah and I was just then just scared I was scared that I was going to be excited and you were going to say no and then I was going to be crushed and sad <laughs> but the big the big 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 difference this time is Substack so I was confused about Substack until recently and you, you kept telling me said no to, to me when and I now said I have you a Substack join Substack. <laughs> so just a big lesson to me of like Jen you don't know what you're talking about half the time when you say no but tell everyone a bit more about Substack and why we're putting letters on Substack this time. So if you don't know, I feel like some of you will definitely know by now, but Substack is kind of like the golden age of blogging. That's how I'm selling it to people. It's part blog platform, part newsletter officially. So you can write 
about anything you want and people can sign up and receive those updates in their inbox or directly in the Substack app or they can just read it online. But now they're adding additional features as well like chats which is kind of like a private WhatsApp group for you and your subscribers and notes which is basically just Twitter but within Substack. And the really cool thing about it is it functions a little bit like Patreon so if you want to you can add a paid tier of content. You can pay all bits of your content. You can host your podcast there. There's all sorts of fun things you can do with it. For this podcast, what it means is we now have a space where not only can you come and listen to the episodes, but you can comment and we can all talk together. So you can comment on individual episodes like you would on a blog post. And we're going to be doing some kind of community chat. You can subscribe for free. At the moment, we've not got any paid offerings on there. So we're not asking you for any money to join in with that. And you'll get an email as well when there's new episodes. So it just keeps you in the loop. I think this really, if I look back to the last time we did letters, that was the only thing we didn't have that I wish we had, which was like the community of it. Because this show only exists because of the people who are brave enough to send in their questions and we get to answer them and then the hardest part was like sometimes we get people would follow up with us and let us know how it went but how cool now that a letter writers could check in if they want to but b other listeners can share oh actually I actually have been exactly where you are and this is what helped me or this is my like I just I'm so excited to I was just thinking like before all we had was a hashtag and we'd say like oh DM us or tweet us because that was the only way but like that's such a cumbersome way we'd get the DMs maybe but no one else could see them yeah this just makes so much more sense I'm so excited. I mean, this is me assuming that people will care and come back and listen. So hopefully people are They will. You will, guys, right? Come come find us on Substack. But on Substack's so cool, I will say it feels it feels like the old school blogging days, but in a modern way. It doesn't you like like I really like Patreon. I'm a part of a few Patreons, but it's a little clunky visually, I would say. Mm. Like it's not the best user experience, whereas Substack is the whoever designed it, it's just it's beautiful and simple to navigate and you can do so many different things with it one of the things that blew my mind straight away with Substack when I joined was the level of engagement you get and that's part of why I say it's like the golden age of blogging in the sense that like I wrote a post on there I hadn't migrated my list at this point I didn't really have a huge audience on there and I got something like 80 comments like oh I can't even tell you the last time I got a single comment on my blog blog it's just crazy that the level of engagement people are there people are wanting to engage and it's really good at showing your content to the people who do follow you which we don't get to take for granted on many platforms anymore it's wild because we both started as bloggers like literally yeah. the, my I had this beauty blog over a decade ago <laughs> because I was, I was like a young 20 something trying to clear what was it called eight. again we need to we need the name so my blog was called Jenny Purr because I liked that cats and I thought it was a hilarious <laughs> also Sarah it hit me yesterday Alex was saying how long have you and Sarah done each other if anyone doesn't know this Sarah was my first ever client which is insane like you found me somehow From and your you blog trusted content. Not the beauty blog. It wasn't the beauty blog. No, I tried. <laughs> but you trusted me and I had no testimonials yet. Like you were, it was, and we've been friends for almost a decade. Is it really that long? It must be, yeah, because Orla's 10, so... You always a baby, yeah. Like the it's 2015. It would have been so like almost like eight plus years now. But like back then, we were bloggers. This all started because we had these blogs, and then they became the biz. So that's what I love about Substack. It feels like going back to the heart of it. And I I literally trusted you and gave you money based on your blog content because it was really valuable. It. It was written with logic and authority. Like it was enough for me to know. And look how right I was 10 years later. I was absolutely (laughs) right in that judgment. 
And I think what's interesting is things like Instagram have pushed us to following kind of different goals and different metrics. And I don't know if necessarily the things we're posting on Instagram give us that same authority and sort of reputation in the eyes of the people who we're trying to reach as maybe the things we can write on Substack will. And it's fleeting. Like I, for me, if I listen to someone's voice on a podcast or if I, like there's people I follow on Instagram and I like what they do, but I'm no way at the point in my customer journey is their customer to buy from them. Whereas if I'm listening to someone's podcast regularly or if I'm reading long form articles, whether that's on their newsletter or their subs, and obviously some people I'll find them and they'll have something cool and I'll buy from them. But Instagram's so fleeting now that I think it's harder to build that nurture that customer journey, whereas Substack feels like it's a way to dive deeper. But in I just think people want more human ways to connect with the people they're following. Absolutely. And and that's amazing. If you told me in 2023, people would be paying for long form, mainly written content. You can do audio notes and video on Substack as well, but mainly it's for written content. I never saw that coming. I think it's such a luxury that this model exists and that it seems to be working. So I'm not I'm not stepping away from it. I'm going to grab it with both hands. And then I think it changes how we use platforms like Instagram. Obviously still has a really vital place, but maybe that's just the first step on that pathway. It's the discovery place. And then we immediately start to move people deeper into our world, which can live somewhere like Substack. And I just, I think it tells us something about what people are desiring. The fact that Substack is taking off. Like I've seen people who've literally made Substack their entire job. Like they've replaced their other income. Like six figure incomes. I, I, so Farah, who is head of writer partnerships at Substack was, was really supportive in getting my paid offering on my personal Substack set up. And she sort of was showing me the figures from various people behind the scenes. And there are people in the US, people in the UK who are making good six-figure incomes from small subscription lists, like people who have got under 20,000 Instagram followers who are making 200, 300k on Substack a year. And it tells you the hunger is there, right? Yeah. Like people want people want thoughtful, engaging, long-form. I think that the, the Instagram fatigue that everyone's feeling as consumers and creators, it's, it's kind of interesting how Substack can take the pressure off it and allow Instagram to be a playground again. Yes. And it's been so interesting. I've been doing a lot of one-to-one Instagram calls in the Insta retreat. It's something people can buy as an add-on. It's kind of a half hour chat with me and not for everybody because it's not right for everybody, but for so many people, I'm finding myself going, maybe what you need to add on now is is something like Substack because it's just answering so many of the wants people are finding in their business, in their creative life that hasn't found a home really anywhere else despite all the layers Instagram keep adding and I'm sure oh my god next week we'll log in and they'll have shoehorned in their Substack alternatives somewhere in unintuitive in the app but like this is something we're we're craving to create as well as to consume yeah so that is why it felt like a no-brainer to put the podcast on there because it's like oh we can connect with you we can connect with you in the comments it feels fun and we didn't just want to come back and do it exactly like we did like it it needed to feel updated to where we are now so to feel really excited that we can connect with you in the comments and it can feel a little bit more a bit more than just a podcast episode it can feel like a hub to connect with you and dive deeper and hopefully build community between the listeners as well that would just be so cool I am I'm really I'm really glad for you because you you illuminated for me what Substack could be because at first I was like what are you talking about Sarah what is this I don't care (laughs) 
And then I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to do one. <laughs> and we should do the podcast. And maybe if, you know, if people come and follow us, if they're new to Substack, I think following someone on there, like her wonderful podcast is a perfect way to kind of immerse yourself into it and get a sense of what it is we're talking about right now. And all our old podcast episodes are on there. So yeah. if you want to come over, the link will be in the feed of this, wherever you listen to it in your podcast app. If you want to come over to Substack, you can follow us on there. You can also check out old episodes if you want to dive in. And then, yeah, fingers crossed every Monday, we're going to have a new episode for you. But to do so, we do need some letters. So. Yes, please write to us. Long or short. Jen, I'm curious, is there something you would really love to get a letter asking about? What What are you loving to talk about in your business with your clients oh. at the moment? I love talking about the intersection between how do we do the work we want to do, but how do we do it in a way that works best for us? Like, that's what I'm obsessed Mm. with. Like, how do we, you know, stay in our zone of genius, deliver how our clients and customers want us to have our work, but how do we put all of our needs on the table too? And sometimes we have to come, like my business, I mean, both of our businesses are probably very, what's the biggest evolution in your business since we recorded in May, 2020? Because my business is in, a completely different place and it's in a completely different place because I sat in that question because last time we recorded our businesses were thriving they were successful they were you know making the money we want to make having great impacts but for me I had my son and my health got more complicated and mm-hmm. what I was left with was a business that was thriving but was kind of destroying me a little bit Same. and so it was like how do I put my needs back on the table without compromising on the value of my work so that I mean, that is ultimately what I'm obsessed with. And that can look like so many things. That can look like meeting our financial needs, our energetic needs, our creative. Like, I feel like I was in a place where the past couple of years, I've been reshaping my business to meet my energetic needs so that I've been able to make the money I make, but in a way more spacious way. And because I've stabilized that, coming full circle, I think why I've said yes to this now is because I'm finally in a place where I'm like, okay, what about my creative needs now? What about the part of me that wants to explore and have fun and play and just that's what I'm obsessed with like the intersection of meeting our like financial needs and the impact we want to have but also how do we meet our humanity in the middle of it too what about you a lot of overlap a lot of similarity I think the struggle I was having around the time we last spoke and kind of for a while afterwards was as my health has kind of slowly got slightly more limiting and my energy is diminished And I really fought against that. Like there was a lot of denial and me refusing to accept it and refusing to accept the impact it was having on my business. And so the big change that's really happened is I now have Claire. So Claire is my, we call her my executive assistant. We decided that was the best name for what she does. But really it's even more than that. She is just, she is just the oxygen that keeps my lungs working in this business. And like so many people, everyone I speak to really we all delegate a little bit too late we all start to outsource and get help a little bit too late and I probably could have used her years before but it's just meant there's so much more space for me to get back into the creating for me to prioritize my health prioritize parenting all of those things and not be burning myself out doing the jobs that actually like they don't have to be me someone else can do them and actually someone can do them better than me which is Claire that's amazing it's interesting because we know we've both been doing business for so long that in our businesses we're kind of solving 
bigger picture problems like you're solving the delegation stuff and I've been really like I completely changed my business model in the past three years to the point where like so for example last time we recorded my work week was basically two or three days a week I was having three to five calls a day of client calls now I've completely evolved my business model to a place where one month of the quarter I have one day a week of calls and then basically eight months of the year I have zero calls in my schedule and so I'm still able to work with clients, but it's so much more spacious. And I created this whole big group program where I can do my work and that. And so basically like you've done it from like an outsourcing perspective, because that's what your business needed. And I've done it from like a complete business model shift perspective. Yeah. So we're in our businesses, we're solving these bigger pitch problems. But interestingly, in our delivery, we're supporting our clients and people in our group programs at all different levels. I'm supporting people at the, and you are too, like at the getting off the ground stage and then the stabilizing stage. And then also the, the scaling stage or the refining stage like really interestingly we've we've been on our own journey in our own business but we're also helping people at all these different steps in the road so honestly when I think of letters I'm excited I'm really excited to hopefully do what we did last time and have questions at all different rings on the ladder if that's the right yeah yeah definitely definitely and like you said like even things that we've maybe touched on in previous episodes because I think the advice we would give in the current landscape might have shifted and our own insights into it will definitely have shifted. Yeah. I just, I think the, when I think back to, you know, the previous iteration of the show, the coolest thing was that people trusted us with their brave, beautiful, scare, like it's scary to, it's scary to want, it's scary to pursue goals. Entrepreneurship is such an adventure. You know what bugs me the most in like the online business world is when people try and sell it as if you just follow these five steps, Hmm. your business will, and it's like, no, because business is an adventure and ultimately what it asks of you is your courage because everything I've ever made possible in my business has been made from accepting that I might not make it possible but being determined to try my best and so it takes so much courage to say this is what I want and I'm going to go after it and we also have to figure out a way to go after our goals in a way that honors our humanity and doesn't burn us out and manages all the other areas of our life so it's such a privilege that people in the past they sent us in these brave questions of what they were pursuing and of their goals and they trusted us to give them our perspective and ideas and thoughts so I'm so excited to hold that space together again of people's brave questions and just you know we don't have all the answers but we have a lot of experience and we have a lot of perspective and if we can again with this show just create a little resource that can help people feel more supported and less alone and encouraged in their business like I'm so glad to give some spoons to this absolutely I think that's the huge thing isn't it is like the the honesty of it and just being able to admit that yes this is hard and you're not the first person to face this particular brand of difficulty and maybe that's another thing that's changed for me is during COVID I certified with Brooke Castillo at the life coach school so now I do mindset coaching in most of my group programs because it felt like such a disservice to speak only about strategy when actually like you could give someone the ideal strategy for their business not that it exists but you know you could write them a perfect roadmap and they're not going to be able to follow it because your brain has to be on board with it too and you've got so much of yourself tied up in this business and so much of your self-belief and so much of like what other people think of you so it's vulnerable even writing a letter I think even writing it and not sending it is a scary thing to do to put your dreams down on paper but then to actually send it to us and have us talk about it in this really public way is is incredibly brave and I feel like it's a real privilege to get to do it yeah I love what you just said there about the mindset also interestingly someone in my group program is also in your group program at the moment and she shared that she had a mindset coaching session with you like I think it was a group call and how it make her cry (laughs) she said she said it just it was exactly what she needed and I think it's like yeah you and I 
I mean, we've been doing business between us. We've got two decades in business mixed together. Do you know what I mean? Like in terms of the years, all they all stack up on top of each other. Yeah. We've got a lot of experience. We've, we've reached goals in our own businesses that beginning was probably never thought we would do. We've walked with thousands of customers and clients between the both of us. And so we could sit down and give all of our knowledge and that yeah. would be great. But it's the, I, I don't know what you like. I'm, I imagine you agree with me. The most impactful thing we do, whether it's with a client or in a group program, is walk with someone. Yes. In their journey and bear. Sometimes I think it's my job to be someone's courage for them. If they can just attach to my courage and belief in them, and the space that I will hold for them to figure out their next steps, and the space I will then I will walk with them as they execute on their next steps then it's not really about the next steps because my goal is always, I want my clients and customers to know how to decide what their next steps are. Yes. Like it's to teach a man to fish, but you know what I mean? Like, cause business, it's such a lie if we think, oh, I'll just follow this step-by-step pros. Like it's like, no, you have to learn the muscle of figuring out what your business needs and paying attention to it. And so I love what you said about them. I know I'm going off a tangent, but I think in a sea of a lot of advice and a lot of noise, it's who we become and how we hold ourselves through it. So many people are not fulfilling their full potential and their full goals because of what the way their mind holds them back from doing so. Absolutely. The analogy I always use, I think it's such an overused analogy, but I use it a lot in Sell Your Shit, which is the program at the moment. It's like, and you'll have seen this in real life, in recent life for you, a toddler learning to walk or a baby that's learning to walk for the first time, like they don't just get up and walk because they have to keep falling down and pushing themselves back up in order to build the muscles in their thighs, in their mm. core, in their arms that enables them to walk. Like the falling down is not just like how they get there. It's how they build the strength to be able to do it in the first place. It's an integral part of the process. And like, there's this myth somehow that we've all told ourselves that success needs to happen without the falling down. The falling down is how the success happens. And so just making a space where we can share the fact that we're all falling down in different ways. And great, now let's pick up again and try again and find a different way. And also that it's not linear. Yes. Sometimes my best years have been followed by my most challenging years. Like that's, the, I believe this lie that you get to, a, earlier on in business, oh, you must just get to a point. And then it's all just up from there. Yeah, yeah, that work's but, done now. I'm, I know I just enjoy my business No, But you tend to not know what problems are coming until you get to the next stage. Or for me, like I thought before I had my son, I thought I had my dreamiest business. And then I had my son and everything changed because... I, you know, before you have a kid, you don't know what the hell you're talking about, really. Like, I was like, oh, he'll just fit into my life and I'll do my work and it'll all be. And I've got, I'm a bread, I'm the breadwinner for my family. Alex is home. Like, my mum, my mum went part time at her job after I had a kid so that she could like be him or like I have so infinite good. amounts of privilege and support I mean obviously my husband that depends on like that's because I pay for our family like yeah. I'm the main earner but I have so much support and obviously I have this extra complicated piece with my health but nothing could have prepared me for the way that it was like same old business brand new me and that was this chapter of refiguring it out and that's what everyone's going through. It's in different versions of our life, we get to a point where then, okay, I'm evolving and the business has to stay up to date with me. And I just, you know what? I feel like this show, my hope is that it can just, we can just walk with people in their ears, in their business, feel a little less alone, feel a little bit more encouraged. And yeah, so if you are listening and you're like, I'd really love to ask Jen and Sarah <laughs> to give me encouragement in this particular area I'm struggling with my business, please send us in your questions because I think I can speak for both of us when I say we're both very very excited to dive into them again 
Definitely. And I truly have yet to find a problem in anyone's business that doesn't have a solution. So try us, try us. <laughs> and sometimes the solution is just asking a different question. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. like sometimes it's just, oh, I'm asking. So oftentimes I'll be on a call with a client and they'll be sharing something they're struggling with. And it's like, you're so in it that you can't even see the other door just out of sight. That if you open that door, it clears the decks for everything. It's all, I also, I don't know about you, Sarah, for me and my business, the people who have walked with me in my business, that is why I am where I am today. Like my husband who is literally just listens to me all the time. You, like our business friendship, my other business friends, like having people to turn to and lean on and grow with and to attach to their courage in you, that makes all the difference. But not everyone has that support system. Or if you do, you might be desiring it deeper. So hopefully we can be that additional support system. That very first time we met when I hired you when we met in that cafe in Manchester one of the bits of advice you said to me was do you have business besties and I was like no when you were like you need to find them and I, I still say that to other people now I still see other people who don't have that support network and I use that exact phrase because it's stuck in my head because you're absolutely right and yeah I think the community Substack gives us a chance to do that because you get to attach a profile to your comments so we can get to know each other and start to actually build a network of people and we can be there for each other which is is so important and especially Jen and I have spoken about the possibility down the line of maybe adding a low-cost paid tier where it's kind of a slightly more private community certainly not happening straight away but again like a safe place where you can talk where you know the only people there are going to get it I think that can be really valuable yeah and I'm also feeling emotional because I asked you that question and then now we're business besties. You're my business bestie. <laughs> Honestly, Sarah, like the, I, I can just, I'm never afraid to, ash, to to share with you like my most effed up thoughts in my head. <laughs> same. Oh, you know that's the same. <laughs> but it, it, it's like, we, we cannot do this alone and we need, yeah, like, yes, we need strategy and yes, we need roadmaps and formulas and guidance, but also we need space to listen to ourselves and Mm. be brave enough to like say, I don't have all the answers, but I'm going to dive in and figure it out with as much intention as we can. And so, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm so excited to be back in this space. I'm excited to read your letters. So please do submit them because if not, we're not going to have anything to record two weeks. Yeah, please submit them. (laughs) Jen's been really frightened that nobody will. So please submit them. (laughs) That is a good example of business besties because Sarah has usually has access to more I'd say belief and courage and trust than I do like Sarah's like your balls you know what I mean like you're you're ballsier than I am and then I would really I interesting well like yeah I you would you'd be like yeah of course people are going to sub- submit questions and I'm like what if they don't like me anyway <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like that all the more with something like, like I I think I find it harder to take up space which which makes so much sense because if you look at our businesses I yeah. I'm we're in a quieter business than you. Do you know yeah, in terms true. of like profile and reach? Yeah, we act out those beliefs in the businesses that we've created. Exactly. And also just our com our comfort zone. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's there's things I see you do that I cheer you on with and I'm and I'm like also like, no, thank you. Like that's way <laughs> too scary. <laughs> and then I don't I guess I just keep us organized and on the track <laughs> well no like the same I watch you and I'm like oh maybe I should be more like Jen she's so consistent and she does this so well and this so well and then I think oh no if I if I could I would have already done that because I already know it's amazing so I'll just admire you doing it instead and that's the thing like it's good to lead into our own strengths and have just safe places where you can like bounce off each other and also like if it wasn't for you very lovingly just bringing things up to me over the past three years like, oh, do you want to do? like 
<laughs> so if you're really grateful today that this podcast is back in your feed, you have Sarah's gentle persistence. Annoying tenacity. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> that was, and we've spoke about this before, that your tenaciousness is your superpower always. Like I have, that first time I met you, like, because remember when we started, the Institute didn't exist. That's what we worked on together. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like you named it for me. <laughs> I should probably pay you some sort of commission. (laughs) But it's like, I knew in that, I have, I I believe in all of my clients. Like I see my clients go on beautiful journeys and sometimes you'll sit with someone and you just, you can feel this untapped energy and potential that if you just crack the lid to let them see it, Mm. something beyond something be- you, you for you that was and for that you through my first client that's crazy but just like the yeah because the industry has been an eight year like still thousands thousands, thousands of people thousands, you've supported through that yeah, program now yeah and we still get the most beautiful testimonials that make me cry and yeah it's still it's still a big big chunk of my income actually and now I'm working on something similar for the Substack, which is coming soon <gasps> I'm really excited about very exciting well I feel like we didn't do this as much last time but I do feel like this can also be a place maybe at the start of every episode we just kind of give people a little behind the scenes catch up on what's going on with us real time because that is what I always want to hear from business owners as well yeah it's so true and it's so easy to just see the outward facing parts of someone's business and assume that like it's like that analogy of a swan right where it just glides along the water and you don't see the frantic paddling underneath so maybe we can share our frantic paddling a little bit here too I can promise you that me and Sarah are figuring it out. Like in, we're in the deep end every day still ourselves. Always. Like, always. It's just that we have built the muscle. I never doubt in my ability to show up. I never yeah. doubt in my ability to overcome any obstacle in my business now. And I never doubt in my ability to figure it out. And that's because it's a muscle. And when I do doubt, when I do wobble, I text you or I text my business friends yeah. and that that is what helps because sometimes you just need someone to remind you of who the hell you are and what you're capable of because my fears when I text my business message with my fears they laugh at me in a loving way yes yeah and I don't know about you but I find if I go to my husband with my business fears he's too in it because his survival is also dependent on my like ability to earn so it's he can get swept up in the fears you have to have people who are outside of it but who are also kind of in the arena and get it and are doing similar work so that they their their opinion is really trusted yeah you know it's funny Alex will be if you if everyone listening doesn't know Alex is actually the third team member of Letters from Hopeful Creative yes, he because he, he has hi, Alex. And producer. hi Alex but he interestingly Alex is the most like steady never phased person in the world but it's interesting that he I love him and I lean on him the most but sometimes I need the energy of another entrepreneur you know yeah. like like yeah. it's just uh I'm like it's like I believe you Alex but I just I like, like I just need it from someone else too yeah <laughs> well and I don't know but I speak to so many people who are taking advice from people either real life people in their life or just people they now carry in their head who were mean to them a long time ago and consulting with them about their business or about how to show up despite the fact that they're completely wholly unqualified like they are the last person that they should be asking about how they should be doing this work so come and ask us instead come and ask the community and I mean, this is why we literally this is why we're business coaches we we do the work we do for our containers and our offerings because we know how powerful it is to walk with someone in their business journey yeah. and I, because we need it ourselves yeah and I think because we're British I think I can speak for both of us like I think we yes we're like we're professionals and we're business coaches and we have lots of advice to share but we also bring our humanity we bring our humanity to our containers we bring our humanity to this podcast you're not ever going to hear us act like we have all the answers here and yeah I, I do not, wonder that, if that's not like that a- people who aren't British aren't human <laughs> no <laughs> no I did not 
don't mean that. Listeners, I more mean, I just, sometimes I wonder if it's like our British nature to be like, what's the word? Self-deprecating or... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, definitely. And there are, I do think there are differences in like how advice is given from an American business perspective and a British business perspective. They're different markets, but also... Yeah, there's a different mindset in, in every place you go, isn't there? And also some of my favourite business people are American or even yeah. from different places in the world. I just sometimes, I don't always hear people be as self-deprecating. As yes, <laughs> if I have to be confident, sometimes I have to talk in an American accent in my head. That's how I tap into my confidence is I have like an American alter ego. <laughs> also for anyone, the feedback, the, the only criticism we ever got previously in the show was me. <laughs> I'm my fast speaking no. and I'm going to say it here and now. I can't do anything about that. I'm very Mancunian. My accent is very strong. I speak very fast. I sincerely apologize. And I'm going to write a post-it note every time we record that says, slow it down. However, if I'm too fast for you, I'm so sorry, but please don't tell me because I can't do anything about it. <laughs> Chat GPT now does transcripts for podcasts. So maybe we should see if it can make sense of you and me. And put some transcripts into. So Slack has like a, they must use chat GPT, I think, in Slack to transcribe audio notes. So when I spend send audio notes in Slack to like different members in my community, the transcript is hilarious of me. Like it is hilarious <laughs> what it thinks. Like I, I baffle the the AI, but no, I do apologize. I will try my best, but I, I just, I speak very fast. You speak how you speak. And that's, yeah. isn't that what we're all about is accepting exactly who we are so yes please please just don't tell me because i can't do anything about it so think about it in your head tell your business besties i wish that girl would slow the hell down <laughs> please don't tell make me. a facebook group but <laughs> start your own private substack just to discuss <laughs> but don't tell us i uh yeah is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up this mm. first episode back? just thanks thanks for still being here and or for being new here there'll be brand new people in which case welcome and yeah I just appreciate I appreciate all of these amazing humans we get to have this contact with in all these different ways I appreciate that 10 years on this community that we get to be a part of is still thriving and it just it still has not lost any of its excitement for me so I'm I'm really happy we're doing this I actually feel like we're about to enter a new era like yes I just feel like there's fresh energy and I'm seeing people do like just business in a really chill way. I don't know how to explain that. Like just people who are just like the humanity people are pouring into their businesses and the creativity and the experiments and the way people are like switching up different like formulas and different strategies and just, it just feels more human to me than ever. And it feels exciting. And I just, I'm really excited to still be in the game. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm just excited to, and the past couple of years I just kind of was like I had to survive being a new mom and then last year was a big year for me because I made my new group program and that like brought me back to life and then this year I'm like I just I just feel so excited to still be here still be doing this work and excited to breathe fresh life into it in different ways so even though we're coming back to an old thing in this moment it also feels brand new because we're brand new compared to where we were three years ago yes and so is going to be the people writing the letters and everything we're dealing with so Find us on Substack. Click the link in your show notey thing in your app. Send us your yeah. questions and we will be with you in two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah, two weeks. That is our goal. We will, we're going to try and stick with Mondays because that's what we did last time. Start your week with you. Please send us in letters or we will just having to ramble in our next episode. I'll get ChatGPT <laughs> to write us some letters if no one else does. <laughs> 
Also, Sarah's going to be trying out a cool thing with the with the image to go with the with yeah substack so post, right? On substack, we wanted we were talking about what to put as pictures because you want it to look good, right? And mm-hmm. we were looking at stock images, and I said, "What if we play around with AI image generation?" So some of you will either be super familiar with what that is or have no idea, but. I think what we'll do is try and pick a few keywords at the end of each episode and then maybe type them into the AI and see what it see what it makes for us like what how it how it conceptualizes visually what we've just talked about and then maybe use those as the images but we'll see it might be a disaster. Yeah, I think for this first one we'll just put our faces but that's yeah. what we're going to experiment because because also like we don't want to be spending tons of time putting graphics together like this is right. going to be fun and easeful because like I said all you and I really have to do is record this because then Alex handles everything it's else. Amazing, isn't it? Right? Goes, it goes back to your outsourcing thing because yes, yeah. Like I don't want to be. I don't want to be handling managing this. Also, the window cleaners. I live. I'm not going to tell you which floor I live on. Anyone listening? Because I don't oh, want Jen's anyone moved to come as well since we last recorded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we moved back. I, I feel like a lot of people post pandemic make like big not post but like through the pandemic have made like we moved back into the city so when we first started recording this podcast we lived in the city and then me and Alex moved out to the suburbs we thought we'd try that then we had a baby and did the thing most people don't do which is move back into the city with a baby yes. but we live on the very top floor of our apartment building and I can't remember the last time the window I don't know how they're all the way up here they must be on a crane but if you all hear that noise the window cleaners are here but <laughs> yes so if there's always background noise I literally live in the middle of the city so that's and, what, and then Sarah lives in beautiful Yorkshire and in France I bought a house in France I think of that course. might be new since I last recorded and it's beautiful and it's very expensive because it needs so much work so <laughs> that's that's a whole new set of challenges that might come up too yes I will tell you my life costs so much more than it did three years ago because of the cost of living crisis and moving back into the city it's crazy to me we we like downsized because obviously living in the city like we downsized but we increased our rent by 50 percent, which is just insane but then energy bills went great so life is a lot more expensive now but also a lot more joyful because we're living where and how we want to and yes your well your substack is french inspired right yeah it started with the french house it was only about that so i called it entre nous which is like between us just between us and now i've broadened it and i now write about write about whatever the heck I want really which is really nice it's like again like the old days of blogging where you go this is my space I can be whatever I want so yeah I will link to that in the show notes as well because I would love for you to come and find me there and Jen you've just started one too I finally won you over right you did I so I've had this idea for years called conversations I have with myself about like how can I share the things that I talk about just in my head but nowhere else and kind of I'm framing it as like I want to talk about like the human side of being a business owner that it's not content marketing it's not something I'd share in like because I send these weekly letters out every week I had to try and think why how is this different to the weekly letter but the weekly letter is written that's my coach hat I'm writing as a coach to support you in your business whereas conversations I have with myself on Substack I just want to write as Jen the human being and I don't write as Jen the human being like outside of putting on my coach hat anywhere like everything I do in my business is ultimately content marketing for my business and so it feels out of my comfort zone but it also feels like coming home because this is what it all started with yeah in same. the beginning so yeah I same. I'm excited I'm excited to see where it goes it feels very spacious to have spacious. that space again yeah I think that's the word that's the word of the day maybe that's maybe that's the era <laughs> well, right we're leaving the hustle era we're going into the spacious era I think so. And also to continue, I have 45 minutes until my kiddo is up for his nap. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to go 
and finish the work. Yeah, this has been twice as long as we thought it was going to be. Amazing. We've <laughs> set a really is. good, <laughs> really good start here. Sarah, thank you for being patient with me. Thank you for being the friend that I can always text and Likewise. just count on Alina. And thank you for saying yes to my yes. And thank you for introducing me to Substack. And <laughs> I'm so excited. I feel like I'm coming back to life just from recording this with you. So thank you. I am very excited to be in this space with you. Please submit letters if you have anything you would love to say to. Please, please don't make me cry. How many times have you said submit letters? I want a tally at the end of this. <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for being here, Jen. Thank you for existing. I adore you. And we will speak to you all in two weeks. Yeah, we'll see you all in two weeks. Bye.